This podcast is produced and distributed by Biz Radio Asheville. To receive the free Biz Radio app, just text the word Asheville to 36260. That's Asheville to 36260. With the app, you can easily enjoy this program and other local programming podcasts on demand. I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Today with me is Nicole Lee. Nicole is a loving mother of three. She is also a self-published author with advanced knowledge of universal law, coupled with business success strategies, personal growth, and spiritual tools to enhance one's life. She is the owner of Counsel to the Entrepreneur LLC, where she is a holistic sounding board for entrepreneurs in the ideation stage. She is also the founder of Warrior Moms, a 501c3 social enterprise where the mission is to enable the single mother with the ability to eradicate emotional paralysis that comes from living in poverty. Gosh, there's so much to unpack just right there, but first, welcome, Nicole. We're so happy to have you. Greetings, Johanna. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and to be healthy in 2021. Thank you. I can't believe we've made it. That's a big feat. Everyone pat yourself on the back, right? (laughs) Yes, right? (laughs) We did it. So I was mentioning right before we hopped on air that, I mean, you and I have had one virtual meeting um, through one of my clients, the Women's Business Center. And so I would just love for you to unpack a little bit about the fact that you just moved to Asheville, where you came from, what brought you here, and and what your journeys looked like recently. Sure. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. How did I get to Asheville, <laughs> North Carolina? Well, I'm going to tell you, the mountains called for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I visited here uh, actually during the time uh, when we were being quarantined. And, you know, it, it gave my family and I some time to think about the next for life, you know? Yeah. Here we are, you know, stuck in the house and in the middle of a pandemic, you know, your mind just starts going and you start thinking about life a little differently. So my household con- contains uh, myself, my mother, who is 79, and I have three children. They're 19, 21, and 26. So you can imagine mm-hmm. uh, some of the, the feelings and emotions that were going on. Yeah. Uh, my older son, he had just graduated with a sports marketing degree. And my two other children were uh, my daughter was in her junior year of college and my youngest was in his freshman year of college. So when COVID hit, it, it put a pause on everything. Yeah. And so um, after my bed had passed, uh, my children and I moved in with my mom. So four years forward um, during COVID, my mom said, let's, let's sell the house. And I was like, okay, well, where are we going? <laughs> you know? And I, heard some amazing things about Asheville years ago and I've always wanted to move out of the city of Cincinnati and um, traveled here, fell in love with the mountains, uh, found a home and everything just started happening so effortlessly. And I realized that I'm supposed to be here. Wow. I mean, we sold our home within a week. I mean, everything just moves so fast. And so here I am, I've been here since September and already my entrepreneurial journey has been, um, very supported here. Um, I've met amazing people who um, had just surrounded me with the amazing support for my businesses to be successful here. And I'm just so honored and grateful. You know, I think um, something I know, I've lived here about 12 years. My dad's from here. 
uh, these mountains definitely call people. And if you're supposed to be here, they're gonna tell you to show up. And I've even seen the opposite. If you're really, if this isn't the right place for you, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna feel good. And so I think that's really beautiful that you found yourself here. We're very lucky to have you. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. So I feel like it makes sense to kind of pivot from what you were just talking about to start talking about warrior moms first, um, just because clearly being a mother, um, a single mm -hmm. mother has really impacted what that 501c3 looks like. How did that get started? And tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, sure. So uh, in Cincinnati, there was an opportunity, um, People's Liberty, the organization, and they were funding individuals to do something great within the greater Cincinnati. And uh, I applied for a grant and um, I won a grant. And the idea was to originally celebrate single mothers who live in poverty. Mm -hmm. And with my hair and beauty industry background, I used to have a salon for over 20 years. And um, I thought I should kind of celebrate the single mom by giving them a makeover photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I, I developed a staff, a team of designers and hairstylists and makeup artists. There was a, a contest that I put out on social media and some street marketing that I did um, where there's about 30 single moms that applied for the makeover and one from three different neighborhoods were chosen. And um, that's how the, the whole journey started. What got it to a whole nother level outside of what I had, had even thought about, um, I didn't realize that single motherhood was an epidemic globally. When I started doing my research and trying to find out which neighborhoods to choose from with this this contest when the single mothers start um applying for the application they started sharing a little bit more than what i had asked mm -hmm. and then i realized there was a need for a platform for the single mother to be heard without judgment yeah. and so that's where i started the journey outside of the makeover photo shoot and turned it into a social enterprise because yeah. i recognized this was a movement that was happening so from literally the journey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was just celebrating mothers. Now it's turning into a movement because there was a need, right? And, and honestly, that's one of the things I imagine you and I would um, relate on, you know, even in just our sort of our new budding relationship, it's uh, you and I clearly both really want to support people getting out of poverty and eradicating their own fear and moving through all of the trauma. And sometimes having somebody just listen counts, right? Yeah. Or having somebody show up and say, you're beautiful enough to have yeah. a new outfit and have a photo. And I mean, it's really empowering watching what the internal and external world can be responsible for yeah. in community building and economics. And I mean, I just find that so empowering that you were like, well, we need our ladies to look beautiful. And now here's a social enterprise. Like what an amazing yeah. and gorgeous journey that's been. Yes, yes. It actually moved on its on its own. I mean, from that, a workshop was developed. The um, podcast was created from it. Uh, the podcast is called Number One to Hustler Single Mother. Uh, the single mothers talked about their stories. And, you know, uh, there was a documentary that was um, screened at a film festival. I had hired a videographer to, to follow the um, the journey. And so it just kept evolving. I was like, wow, I'm so honored to be the one to even be able to be a part mm -hmm. of creating this movement. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so where did the LLC, where did Council to the Entrepreneurs come in with all of so that? So Council to the Entrepreneur uh, had, had came after I had sold my business, started writing. Um, and with the purchase of a book, I offered a uh, consultation for free. And I realized that I had a knack in consulting with folks. But whatever they had to discuss, whether it was the book or their own personal lives or entrepreneurship, I had a way of kind of guiding people uh, through solutions. And that's how Council to the Entrepreneur had evolved. It came from uh, promoting my, my, my publications. So tell us a little bit more about some of the books. I know one of them is, is tied to this new course that's coming out and all of that. So just tell me about some of the books that you've written. Sure. So my first book, uh, Healing Cosmetologist, that was a book I created that shared insight about the success as a, a stylist. Um, I talk about the journey of uh, being in beauty school all the way through salon ownership. Mm -hmm. I share insights about healing, the power of touch, uh, and how to ignite that power. And my business plan is in there. I talk about how to negotiate space when you're seeking um, salon space and things of that nature. So that was my first, first book. Uh, Insight, my second book, that came pretty much as I was uh, promoting Healing Cosmetologist. And I realized through my promotional and articles creating for Healing Cosmetologist that I had already written a second book. <laughs> so this whole writing journey has just been so magical, magical because books and titles just started to evolve. So currently I have nine books and uh, it's just been an amazing ride. I had no idea that I would become a self-published author. That was not <laughs> on my list, but so it's amazing. That you look back as like, as you know, a kid and now you would tell yourself back then like, Oh, you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. And you know, just oh, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how the universe, you know, just presents your giftings and talents. And had yeah. I not let go of my, 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 my career, I would have have known that I had this gift of writing. And, and so, if, had, if you hadn't had had a salon and started as an entrepreneur, you wouldn't have a whole piece of this puzzle for this yeah. new business anyway as well. I mean, I started in mental health work and now I do entrepreneurial counseling. You know, I would never have expected this is where I am, but that's what the journey is. So. so cool. I really so truly cool. want to just uh, acknowledge too that you being such a spiritually driven person and really like bringing all of that to the table, especially in the beauty industry must have been a little difficult. I mean, there's, there's a lot of corporate ideals. There's a lot of this perfectionism perspective that comes out of beauty. And so I just, I love that you seem to have taken that mold and made it fit you and then are, are teaching that mold to others so they can create their own path as well. Yeah. I mean, it's part, it's all about purpose, right? That's right. You know? reason of being, you know, I recognize that early in life of what my purpose is. And when you have a purpose and you, and you understand it and it's defined and there's clarity, nothing can stop you mm, corporate yeah. or, or the standard. I've never lived based on the standard. I've always been living outside of the box since I was born. So this is just who I am. And I just push through life, um, claiming and depending my space here. Well, I mean, I, I give you major props because I was sort of the opposite most of my life. I thought I should 
be what everybody wanted me to. And then the last couple of years, I've been sort of coming out of that. So let's move into the conversation about fear. I know one of your books is How to Eradicate Fear. And I know you have this course that you've, you've written. Why fear? Why eradicating it? And, and what does that look like for people who read your book or take your course? Absolutely. So everything starts to evolve from uh, eradicating emotional paralysis mm-hmm. with warrior. And there's a common thread with, with everyone I've met from whether they're a single mother or not. Um, people are living in fear and fear is what causes people to not see their worth. Yeah. Fear causes people not to see, you know, their whole reason of being, yeah. you know, fear keeps you in bondage of usually the things that you don't desire. Mm-hmm. And so I, I understand that. And, and so I took that title and, and wrote the book based on that and created a course that that falls so true, even in uh, entrepreneurship, like uh, fear cannot, <laughs> cannot be in your vocabulary in entrepreneurship because you will fail. And so I've mastered of how to, to eradicate it. And so I share my book and my courses on how to, to, to do that offer tools and solutions and um, just different strategies on how you can live a fearless life. I mean, I think the things that, and you certainly helped me, you're probably more the expert than I am, but you know, universal law and manifestation and attraction. One of the things I fundamentally understand about that is you must speak to the positive, not give way to what you don't want. Right. So saying I don't want, to have this negative thing happen, the universe doesn't understand that concept. So that's from my understanding, you're saying, instead of I don't want to feel fear, I should feel in excitement, I should feel encouraged, I, you know, and, and really focus on these other aspects instead of really feeding uh, an emotion that can really keep you stuck, like you said. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a process, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not a the process. <laughs> You have to practice it, you know, like if you come in my home, I have affirmations everywhere. I'm constantly reminded that I am great. I am constantly reminded that my life is worthy. You know, I'm constantly reminded, you know, everywhere I look. And then I speak these these affirmations on a daily basis, sometimes two or three times a day, you know. And so I have been practicing the belief of everything that has been manifested, as you can see. Absolutely. And identifying what tools work for you. I mean, when you said you have affirmations, I wanted to be like, is that whiteboards? Do you write on your mirrors? What do you do? Because I do the same, but I have sticky notes and I write on my mirrors and I, you know, write in my notebook. But like, however that looks for you, some people get tattoos to remind them of certain affirmations. It really, it doesn't have to look one certain way, right? (laughs) No, whatever works. (laughs) What do you do? I need to know, girl. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like in my bedroom right now. Right. And so oh. I created an emotional remedies calendar when doing the, um, one of the projects I did for warrior moms and it says stressed with a question mark. And the remedy is close your eyes, inhale for three counts, exhale for six counts until you feel relaxed. So imagine if you had that calendar in every room of the house. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. And so each month there's a, a, an emotion or a feeling that you may be going through. And I have a remedy to to fight it off. So that's that's one tool. That is <laughs> you know? so awesome. Girl, we are going to geek out on this a lot more. I promise you, I, I have huge. 
the term I always use because I came more from a psychology background is neurohacking, but it's the same concept of getting your mind and your body attuned to your internal flow and then letting the world around work within that. And and like you said, there's a million different ways and tools. I've just been recently, are you familiar with, I'm going to say it wrong, the Hopo Ono prayer. It's a, a Hawaiian prayer. And it's oh, nice. like a mantra. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's really when you're really struggling to either forgive yourself or forgive someone else. And you just yeah. go through these certain phrases. You say, I'm sorry, I forgive you, thank you, I love you. And it, you just continue to repeat. Yeah, I know, right? It's so powerful. Right, right. And it's and, always, you can Google a lot of things, you know. And that's what happened. I started a journey of self development, yeah. you know. After a divorce, you know, raising three children, I had to find some tools just for sanity purposes. And, and during that journey, I came in tune to myself because that was my, that was how I was able to survive. And that's where the peace came and, you know, and all everything else evolved from that. Yeah, being a creative entrepreneur, one of the things I talk a lot about already on this show, I mean, I'm only a few episodes in, but it's the same consistency as, you yourself have to be right with the world and you have to be strong and you have to be ready to stand up against haters and stand up against your own fear and stand up against all of that. So really making sure that you're settled within your own heart and mind and soul and body is, is really what I hear you say your tool is for startup entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because if your personal life is not in the flow, it affects your, your business life and it's real. And honestly, so the you you hit it on the head, right? You had this greater purpose. You couldn't have been a salon owner your whole life. Something would have, you know, eventually changed that scenario period because you do have a greater purpose and really listening yes. to those pieces, right? When your world starts falling apart, I lost mm -hmm. my business a year and a half ago. I had to completely yeah. rebuild. I had to decide what it was like to completely take a, an entirely different path and still trust myself and I am now closer, more aligned to my greatness than I've ever been. So wow. <laughs> realize that falling apart, things come together, right? Congratulations. Absolutely. I mean, there's power in adversity. Yeah. You know, I found as long as you find a way to channel that energy, you know, I have a way of channeling all the negative things that have happened in my life. Yeah. And what I found is during that channeling and me finding tools and solutions, I did it for others. It was for other people to help them through their journey. What an empowering way. I'm I'm a very big introvert primarily. I've learned to be, you know, better in larger social scenarios. But for me, I really have had to sit really deeply and quietly and listen to a lot of my own intrinsic mm -hmm. motivation. But sometimes mm -hmm. external motivation is super powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, we have so much more to talk about. I'm I'm hoping yeah. before we wrap up for you to tell me a little bit more. How long is this course? Um, are they meeting with you weekly? Is it a group course? Is it one-on-one? -on -one? Does how to eradicate fear? I just want people to know that there's an option if they're really stuck right now, which a lot of people feel. Oh, absolutely. So the course I offer is, is about two hours, but one of the hours is specifically to have a discussion with the individual client, to talk about what's going on personally, talk about how it aligns with your business and how I can help you um, jumpstart your ideas. So whatever you wanna talk about within that hour, there's time for that during the course. The, the actual course is very interactive. 
we go through to talk about your fears. We go through tools on how to eradicate those current fears. So it's very interactive. Um, there's a lot of uh, visual that comes along with it. There's different affirmations that I share. There's a couple of videos that we'll watch. So I'm tapping in and, and triggering the brain on, on all different types of, uh, of your senses so that you can uh, fully come out of the course empowered, enlightened, and aware of your next. And wow. there's also individually as well um, on Amazon if you're wanting to start there, if you didn't want to take the course. But yeah. the actual book is included with the course. And you said two hours. I mean, how amazing to just be in a, in a place of feeling really stuck and then commit two hours to yourself and to moving through that. And I guarantee, I mean, I can just tell by this conversation that people walk out of that feeling like they have a lot more empowerment and tools to move forward. So that's pretty amazing. I, I have to get some of my clients and some of my friends over to that course for sure. <laughs> Wonderful. Bring them on. <laughs> Well, what are I you hoping that. 2021 brings for you now that you're here? I mean, you haven't even been here, but a few months. What are you hoping to yeah. manifest in 2021? Prosperity and abundance mm. uh, and health and wealth, um, direction for my children yeah. to have them to recognize that in the midst of this chaos, there is still uh, positivity of their future. I believe their future is bright. And so I, I'm constantly reminding them of that in the midst of all of this. And um, just, just seeking for the universe to direct me in finding and seeking creative ways to help heal Asheville. Mm, oh, my God. Well, we can't even say anything else after that. So let's just period dot the <laughs> end right there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, before we go, can you let the listeners know the best way to connect with you? Um, if they want to take this course, look at some of your books, just reach out to you. What, what should they do? Absolutely. You all can check me out on my website at www.nicole.me. So easy, so simple. Everything I feel like you're about. I love it so much. Thank you so much for being here, Nicole. Thank you, Johanna. I really appreciate your time and your support. Absolutely. I really, truly do that you what? have so much to give the world. And oh. thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. You got me having goosebumps. And as always, <laughs> I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please connect with me by downloading the Biz Radio app by texting Asheville to 36260 or on Instagram at jph.creative. I'd love to hear your show suggestions or any questions that you may have. And of course, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.